So hello, everyone, and welcome to the second episode of the CS3 Mesh for Yours podcast. <laughs> so if you may remember, we had already one episode and we chat about what the science mesh is, or what's its importance to boost open the to, to boost open science in Europe, but also how the science mesh can help data users to make their data more fair. So this was the topic on, of the first episode, but today we are going to we are going more into detail about each one of the four main data data functionalities that uh, that science mesh provides to the users. And on today's podcast, we'll focus on one of these categories, and this one is called data science environments. So just for your benefits, uh, the data science environments allows users to not only access remote execution environments to replay, but also modify analysis algorithms without the need to set up upfront accounts in their remote system. And in order to go into more detail, what is this all about and what are the benefits and what we are doing here? So today we are going to talk with uh, Marcin. He is the head of Big Data Lab at Software Mind. And Software Mind, it's an IT polished software company uh, which has been collaborating on countless projects all over the world. And of course, it's a member of the CSV Mesh for Yosk project. So Marcy, he's the responsible manager of the data science environment service in the science mesh. And he's also a, a well experienced system architect and RD project manager uh, since the last 20 years. So his experience has been mostly focused on enterprise software design and development. He also led many commercial projects involving big data, high volume and high velocity solution in solutions in various sectors. So uh, after this intro, I think it's time for us to start talking with Marcy. So hi, Marcy. Thank you very much for being with us today. Um, <laughs> so I think let's start with the beginning. So if if you may remember, and also all those who are listening to us now, uh, in our first episode, we spoke with Guido Aben. And Guido, he comes from the research field, but you come from a totally different sector. You come from the commercial one. So my first question would be, how do you become involved in this EU-funded project, which is a CS3 mesh for YOSC? Because, you know, usually in European projects, it's not every day that we find commercial companies has partners in this kind of project. So... Um, what's your story? How did you end up here? Um, I actually worked uh, uh, during the last years uh, a lot with the universities, especially in commercialization of uh, innovations, but, but also in supporting research. Um, we are involved in many R&D uh, funded projects from 2008. Mm -hmm. uh, and also we collaborated with uh, universities when we worked for startups uh, uh, from uh, 2005 when we collaborated with uh, University of Sheffield and University of Southampton mm -hmm. when we worked with, with the first web scale um, semantic web startup. But, but yes, in this mm -hmm. project, this, uh, this, uh, our participation was partially technological and partially personal uh, because it started when uh, Jakub, the uh, coordinator of uh, CS3 Mesh for EOS project, uh, before the project, mm -hmm. uh, uh, when, when it was just idea, when, when the idea appeared, okay. he um, noticed that uh, our company uh, was involved in uh, uh, big data and uh, innovation projects, uh, and this was mm -hmm. because he knew our uh, our CEO. Uh, they studied together in in Krakow because uh, Jakub uh, um, comes from from Krakow. So when uh, when uh, he visited uh, uh, his family in Krakow, uh, he asked if he could meet me for a brief meeting. It was 
I think January second, it was after, <laughs> after, yeah, just after after the uh, just Christmas. after New Year's Eve. <laughs> yeah, and and I, I thought it it was uh, uh, interesting. So 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 we uh, met for for a very short what what was meant to be a very very short. Uh, a meeting, mm -hmm. but actually we stayed a couple of hours, and uh, yeah, after this uh, this uh, meeting, when Jakub told me about his idea about CS3 mesh uh, for EOSC and and uh, um, extending the mesh for the data science environments, and and I told him about our experience in in uh, various projects, we automatically uh, moved to planning how we could fit in this idea. So after this project, after this meeting, uh, Jakub already knew that we we are a good fit for for this consortium, and I already knew that, knew that he he is a visionary, and I want to collaborate uh, uh, with him. Uh, and also, it was uh, like for 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 me uh, a little bit uh, personal story because because when when I was a kid, I was very much uh, uh, interested and involved in in physics. I I was in high school. I I was on internship in um, Institute of Applied Physics uh, of Polish Academy of Sciences. Then I joined ah, wow. the, and But, you know, this was my childhood dream to become um, a, a scientist or innovator. <laughs> or, or, um, so so it, it is like like my childhood dream uh, come true to, to work with uh, high energy physics specialists. And yes, and also uh, as I work for last 15 years uh, in, uh, with data science, it's a great opportunity to work uh, with data science with, with the people who literally invented data mm -hmm. science because, because um, scientists in general, but, but uh, in my opinion, uh, physics and high energy physics just uh, uh, put at the cornerstone for, for, for what is now uh, data science. Okay, I see, and it's 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 funny because you mentioned about uh, you had one of those dreams, and you had you know this first shot was uh, you had this first shot right like right after New Year's Eve. So this reminds me like New Year resolutions and make some dreams come true. This is what happened right from you know from like after Christmas and New Year's Eve. So yeah, so good things happen. So I'm I'm happy with this. It's it, it, it's it's a nice story. Uh, so I see that the science mesh project, which is one of the output, yeah, it's the main output, let's say, of the CS3 mesh project was an idea that caught you, your attention, but also your boss, you know, uh, attention. And that's why you, um, uh, your, you and, and your company uh, joined the project. But even so, I'm, I, I want to dig a little bit more about this. So the thing is, so the CS3, so this project, the main idea came from research individuals. And usually researchers, they deal with research data. And usually this is a sector that they don't have profit goals. But you, in software mind, you are a commercial company. So on the other side, you look for profit. You know, you are a company. You Money needs to come inside. So for you as a company, by joining this project, so and embracing, let's say, the creation of the science mesh, what is the value added for you being part of the project and using the science mesh? Like a uh, question, are you using it now? Uh, do, you, do you aim to use the science mesh with your clients and maybe to try to get new clients with this, uh, with this technology? Uh, so um, what's your strategy behind this, let's say? Yes, you, you're right. Of course, we we uh, think about uh, profits and we try to think a little bit more uh, long term uh, so for us mm -hmm. uh, um, it's important to uh, we look for fun for interesting projects yeah. and 
and and also for doing something useful but we need to we need to have some plan for uh, for uh, some profits because we are responsible in front of our uh, shareholders um, but our so our our idea about um, about our place in the in the software market is uh, um, to be involved in innovative uh, uh, projects so i work in in software mind uh, for 15 years, 16 years already and and uh, um, it's always been about about uh, working with innovation basically we uh, uh, what uh, what we offer is uh, uh, teams that can uh, support our customers' innovative ideas, innovative projects. So we need to be ready for uh, for uh, uh, getting in some new tools, new ideas, uh, new solutions. Uh, um, our like daily bread is microservices, architecture, agile, software engineering, uh, and uh, currently a cloud. Uh, so um, it is important for us that assignments. Science Mesh uh, mm -hmm. uh, connects many clouds. Uh, this okay. con connection of clouds is something that we think will be like one of next uh, big things. Uh, so we work with uh, cloud and microservices. So it's something so that doesn't happen that much to connect all these clouds. Is that what you mean? Uh, exactly, because, okay. because currently we look, uh, we work uh, uh, with with many uh, many clouds, but but for now it's like that the cloud providers try to build so-called world gardens. So so when <laughs> when they catch a customer, they they keep them in in uh, in in their garden, so they don't try to in, in another garden. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and mm -hmm. and usually like it's it's like that that. For for a single project, it is uh, uh, one type of of cloud that we that we use. It's it's okay, but but already we 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 know that sometimes even moving to the cloud um, involves some skills related to uh, cloud interoperability. Mm -hmm. uh, so so currently, uh, cloud interoperability and cloud native software uh, are. Uh, among major pillars of, of our company strategy. Uh, so we became uh, a silver member of Linux Foundation and Cloud Native Computing Foundation. And, uh, and uh, some, we know that, that uh, the factors that, that make, that increase our competitive advantage uh, for, of our services uh, are ideas like preventing uh, vendor lock-in so we offer some a customer to okay we will build your solution against uh, cloud a but mm -hmm. if something happens we it will be uh, it will be possible to move to on premise on or to another cloud uh, also mm -hmm. optimization um, and supporting digital transformation process so for us the, the the majority of our projects are related to digital transformation which usually um uh, involves moving some systems to uh, to the cloud uh, and uh, cloud interoperability and uh, this is probably the one the biggest biggest uh, um, innovation or big problems biggest. and bottlenecks for, yes. for the sector yeah so so and also it is it is uh, the major big thing in in uh, uh, cs3 um, mesh for eos project or in cs3 community uh, and also, we know that uh, that uh, um, we want to um, uh, use our strong points related to software engineering uh, in in cloud because because uh, according to Gartner, uh, main factors for uh, cloud adoption uh, are uh, portability or integration, cloud native skills, 
and mm -hmm. strong automation. And uh, so it is natural that we want to involve in an innovative uh, research uh, project that, that deals with the uh, things that we believe that will be uh, very relevant very soon in in any um, um, uh, in any sector in any uh, area that deals with software. Mm -hmm. Okay, and 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 I think um, it's like do you do you already do you already share this idea with one of your clients that the fact you maybe you'll get this extra feature in your services? So, uh, I'm not sure if you already shared, and if you did, uh, were they? I, I suppose they were interested. No. Um, in uh, so we uh, we use uh, the um, stack that we that that we developed in uh, in uh, or the area that we are uh, uh, developing in inside our project here. Mm -hmm. uh, we use in many projects for many years for for the uh, we use data science uh, uh, environments in many projects and also uh, we try to um, get uh, our clients interested in in some ideas related to uh, this data science part of science mesh and they are also interested in in cloud interoperability um, features in in general um, so we work we promote mostly the the um, features related to uh, to data science environments but this is part of a uh, entire uh, entire um, set of uh, of tools and uh, we also uh, want to, we also started to uh, using uh, um, uh, some elements or some outcomes of the projects in our new uh, product related uh, to banking. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, so in 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 this area, we will we will be using data science environments and and the uh, interoperability of uh, of clouds. Yeah, I see. And, 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 and in fact, Mars, if I may add, so one of the things that the science mess does, so a bit, a, besides connecting you know, all these clouds that to improve data interoperability, one thing, and you, I, I mentioned this because you, you talked about the banking system. So uh, the all these, let's say, interoperability and sharedness of cloud computing platforms, but this does not compromise with data protection. So it's like, will you get the benefits, but without increasing, let's say, the risk of protection and, and, um, and data privacy, which is a very big concern, especially when we work with, uh, like, uh, um, with institutions from the, uh, from the commercial sector, sector, namely the banking, right? Yes, um, you're very right. This is very relevant. And even if, if the clouds are, uh, are considered very safe for many years, it's, uh, it's, uh, um, okay. they are tested uh, for, for security, there are penetration tests and, and there have uh, never been uh, any issues reported to that. But still, many sectors were very, very, um, uh, very scared about, about possibilities of no. moving they, their uh, software and their data outside of their uh, precious uh, data <laughs> yeah uh, and and uh, yes we because we work with banks for 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 a long time already uh, for instance we prepared uh, uh, a system uh, that that is uh, creating um, virtual bank branch branch 24 branch 24.com uh, and uh, for many years for like last uh, 8 10 years in any of the proposals we had for for international banks, there always was an option for choice 
if they want to to create this system uh, on prem in their uh, environment their their infrastructure or uh, if they prefer to do it in cloud and it's been already last year that the first customer uh, of international international bank decided to, uh, wow. to make this in, in, in the cloud so it's uh, um, uh, so difficult job to convince people as well <laughs> yes it, it's almost like like uh, the cloud specialists say that this is just like the um, um, case about about uh, um, um, uh, gazelles next to a river when they wait for the first gazelle to try in the uh, in the <laughs> to, to drink uh, from them there are some crocodiles or something so, so probably we, we guess that that now that that first gazelles are uh, safe and sound so the next you... gazelles will join the, the the river yes so. wow very good that you were able to more or less convert to convince the first one so that's very good that uh, if when when is the first one more will follow and that's good especially if uh, from the business perspective, that means more and more clients may may embrace uh, the new technology and the new service. And in, in this case, so Marcin, so let's see. Um, so the Science Mesh allows this, and the Science Mesh has, we see on the intro, has, let's say, four main categories of service, but let's focus on your baby, let's say the one you are responsible for, which is the data science environments. So the thing is, how, so on these four categories of service, they provide different types of service, towards this common goal to, to make it easier to share this data and, to, and, and people to uh, to collaborate. But the thing is how your specific service, which is data science environment, environments, how it contributes to this easiness of data collaboration. So the thing is, what is the main benefit that users will get specifically from the service that you are, let's say, uh, creating in the science mesh, leading the work? Yes, so for sci the data science environments, uh, we're not trying to do everything from scratch because it would not be uh, not be possible probably even. Uh, we are using an existing ecosystem that, that is very well developed and used by thousands of people all over uh, the world, both in business and in, in, in uh, science. Uh, uh, so we built uh, the uh, environment um, on uh, Jupyter Lab and uh, Jupyter Notebooks. Uh, and the main... Um, advantage, the main thing that we add uh, is possibility to um, collaborate uh, uh, on some notebook or some algorithm or between um, a team of distributed uh, uh, scientists or data scientists uh, and they can they can also be uh, using uh, a hybrid cloud so they can be in uh, they can use uh, different uh, cloud providers cloud systems and basically what we did, we um, used the existing uh, CS3 uh, APIs that, so the uh, mm -hmm. cloud interoperability platform that is the heart of our brain of, of uh, Science Mesh. Uh, mm -hmm. And we use this um, to enable connecting uh, or sharing and uh, um, sharing the notebooks and, and data and also collaborating on single notebook uh, by various various people that can uh, that, that can work uh, together uh, and use uh, um, collaborative uh, collaborative data science. Okay, so you're already exploiting uh, technologies that already exist. You know, not just the CS3 APIs, but I'm also aware that you also capitalize on another one. You know, uh, which is called the Jupyter Lab, right? 
So it's not like you, you are not developing something from scratch. You are getting benefits what are what already exists out there and just adding new features and making them, you know, turning those technologies into something even more useful and let's say more practical uh, to the community, correct? Exactly. And, and we also, uh, what uh, because you mentioned that this is one of, uh, of uh, four areas that that mm -hmm. we developed uh, to uh, for for science uh, uh, the cycle uh, and and we we use exactly the same uh, the same technology underneath so it's consistent but for data science we uh, we know that that the collaboration is uh, is also uh, considered a key factor already now in in business uh, Earlier this year, in March this year, Gartner uh, published a report, uh, Critical Capabilities for Data Science and Machine Learning Platforms. Mm -hmm. uh, and in this report, Gartner predicts that uh, in near future, uh, collective intelligence uh, in data science and uh, uh, cloud-based AI infrastructure uh, will be among the key factors for uh, competitive advantage in, in mm -hmm. those areas. So we already know that that analysts from Gartner um, uh, found out that, that um, uh, now the data science project became too too big for for single uh, uh, especially single data scientist to work on this and now the features related to collective intelligence are more and more important in in creating good uh, data science models uh, okay. and it is it is important to mention that that we will be working with the, those uh, Jupiter is uh, is number one platform for data science and also uh, artificial ah. intelligence projects. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, in in CERN, which uh, uh, which is uh, uh, one of our main um, uh, use cases. Uh, mm -hmm. Data science, uh, notebooks, and and uh, artificial intelligence are used to analyze uh, analyze uh, data, and uh, and um, everyone heard about uh, discovering uh, the, um, uh, the new bosons. Yeah, so so we mm -hmm. uh, we uh, thought this is this is how the, the how it is done. There are there are AI models that uh, uh, that can uh, that can um, detect or uh, find uh, new particles among billions of other events. Okay. So okay. Also, also uh, we've already uh, seen that that the inside the uh, the uh, stack that we that we prepare, there are scientists that uh, um, this stack is used by scientists that that uh, that have those uh, beautiful notebooks for uh, for uh, uh, detecting Higgs boson. Mm -hmm. I see. Okay, yeah. So the Jupiter library, that's correctly, you are using using it a lot in this use case. You have with CERN focus on the high energy physics. Uh, but they are, they are, if, uh, according here to, to my notes, if I if if I'm correct, you know, we uh, so the, the these data science environments is also capitalizing not just on the Jupiter lab, but but also on the technologies that are available out there like Voila, Swan, Swan Binder. So the thing is. Uh, these, these these ones I mentioned uh, would be like I'd like to know a little bit more. What do they do? For example, um, like what do they do? But what features are you adding on top of them? Because um, listen, I suppose so. This service, this technology world, were already developed by uh, other developers. So I suppose whatever you are doing in this project, 
uh, adding extra feature on those features they already have. I suppose the developers behind are quite happy because you kind of are supporting them directly to increase the, their technology readiness level and also to for those technologies to have more users through the CS3 mesh for your use cases, right? Um, yes, we, there are a lot of technologies and um, and as I said, we are fitting in an existing ecosystem. Our our role is to make sure that that uh, uh, the tools we prepare can uh, collaborate, can work with other tools in the same uh, ecosystem. So uh, so um, one is uh, is uh, Jupyter Notebook implementation uh, ah. used, used by used by. Uh, by CERN, okay, uh, and and we just make sure that that we 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 prepare uh, the data science environment. We we create a plugin for Jupyter Lab mm -hmm. and make sure that it can be used also uh, that is compatible with uh, Swan, so we can be used uh, uh, in Swan in in um, uh, a set of tools prepared by CERN for for high, high energy physics. Uh, 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 so we we will we will deploy our tools in in science box, uh, uh, and also other tools that are used by, by um, uh, data science engineers uh, in various projects. For instance, uh, Voila is a very very useful tool that that can uh, turn your notebook into um, into a dashboard that can be uh, can be safely. Uh, Published for 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 various people that can that can just use the analysis that don't don't need to change anything in the notebook. So this is very typical task in data science. We also a couple of years ago we had this need, so we had a notebook, but we just wanted to uh, to um, uh, make sure that we just prepare a notebook. The data science uh, team prepares some analysis, and then somebody else just wants to to have a dashboard and see what's going on, what's happening. Uh, so we needed, we needed to prepare mm. such a tool that moved the, uh, the, the outcomes to the dashboard. And mm -hmm. like, we don't, we, we don't like to <laughs> reinvent the wheels. If there is a very good tool, like voila, we want to, we want to use it. And, and this will be also a very, very strong uh, uh, asset in our in our tool set for for data science and it uh, it will be great that a team distributed team of uh, uh, of uh, data scientists can prepare a model and then it can be published as as a, um, a dashboard for uh, for some uh, analysis without without uh, um, disturbing the, the the model itself it's quite cool. And 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 Elise, for example, uh, is uh, is this dashboard you like? For example, uh, um, if we focus on Vola's example, uh, are you like I I'm aware that like besides the use case you have with CERN on high energy physics, uh, you are also dealing uh, with an Hertz observation use case. So you are working with our let's say our friends from Observatoire du Sahel. So are 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 you, for example, implementing like these dashboards through Vala with them? Um, yes, this is our project partner, JRC, are experts in using Vala. They, they, they used it for a long time and, and uh, they use it in um, Earth Observatory uh, projects. Uh, and uh, uh, also they, uh, they prepare uh, that they prepare some, uh, some analysis for, uh, for 
um, soil degradation uh, for uh, for uh, um, observatory uh, of uh, Sahara and Sahel. Um, this is uh, those um, analyses are on one hand very important because because you can we can see what happens in climate change and and this is a very very important. Uh, uh, possibility for analysis for for preventing uh, uh, some uh, dangerous changes or being prepared for 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 what what's going on uh, but also it is it it has uh, a very uh, wide area for other uses because because uh, um the, those earth observation uh, projects on one hand have a uh, uh, huge data on uh, on the input because this this uses the um, uh, satellite observations uh, uh, inputs uh, and also can use some uh, some inputs from uh, from a set of sensors. We are we were also involved in in some um, Earth Observatory uh, projects and and this is also related to uh, dealing with geographical data and this can be relevant okay. in, in also in in like uh, for um, mobility uh, analysis for for some uh, for some projects or analysis uh, related to connected cars um, and so smart the, cities mm -hmm. the smart cities anything related to um, a geographical position um, is a little bit more difficult to to be analyzed <laughs> like uh, than just plain data we we just uh, uh, it's much easier for us uh, to understand some uh, some relations, some uh, some connections, if, if we can see them, and uh, being able to present this properly on the uh, on on a map or on the image um, is very useful and and can be used in many many areas. Also in uh, in in these uh, um, projects related to uh, to um, uh, to um, changes, climate changes, or or uh, impacts of of uh, uh, of uh, uh, human human actions in, in in the environment. Okay. Wow. Exciting times. Lots of you know. It's it's interesting to see that what the work you are leading can be applied in different in different business uh, activities and sectors. So quite quite cool, I have to say. So uh, I think let's go to the last and final question. We're already here for quite some time. So if you could briefly let us know, for example, what are what is the next big step in developing the, the data science environment? So what's next and when? Are you going to integrate new services? Are you going to add new features? So very briefly, uh, what's going to happen soon? So we are now preparing a, a final release uh, for uh, for high energy uh, physics. We started tests with uh, CERN uh, for uh -huh. integration with uh, with Riva in their environment. And uh, so that can, can be used with this one and in January we plan to to have a, a release for, for for that. So this is the second or, or one of two our main use cases. One okay. earth observation uh, use case with GRC and with GRC and uh, high energy physics with uh, CERN. So, and uh, uh, this uh, this is very exciting because this is uh, like I mentioned the detection of uh, of new particles the, from the point of view of uh, um, uh, of uh, data engineer. This is uh, um uh, dealing with uh, incredible um, streams of data because because sen uh, operates a large hardened collider which is the the world's largest uh, and yeah. the um, uh, particle ac accelerator and from from our point of view this is just 
analyzing data because because the, the sensors the detectors that are that are um, installed in in large hadron collider generate incredible yeah of data and after all this is just analyzing the data and then um, <laughs> um those data are filtered prepared and then analyzed by teams distributed teams of uh, of uh, mm, uh, of high energy uh, physics scientists uh, mm -hmm. in various places in the world among others in um, uh, um krakow's institute for nuclear mm -hmm. physics uh, and uh, we are uh, very excited to have some some feedback from from them, and we will be very proud mm -hmm. if they uh, if they detect some some uh, cool particles uh, with with our tools. Mm -hmm. uh, then um, um, we also work on um, uh, finishing some um, features related to collaboration. So it's already now in this version. Uh, users can share notebooks and use. Uh, um uh, concurrently uh, input some changes on on these uh, notebooks uh, we are uh, next next features that we'll be pre preparing apart from uh, being able to lock some uh, changes in 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 a document so that nobody else overrides this we we will be working on um merging the changes so if if two people work uh, in parallel on on one notebook so the it will be uh, now it is possible to merge those changes but it is it can it has to be done um, manually but uh, we will be preparing uh, these uh, features to uh, streamline this project so 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 that that we can we can merge those changes uh, uh, automatically mm -hmm. uh, and we will be we will be uh, then moving to uh, to um, more um, more tests uh, uh, and feedback session from from other use cases. So uh, uh, from uh, from Earth Observatory um, use case and education use case uh, uh, from um, uh, from PSNC another uh, partner of the projects, and also we will be we will be um, using we will be then uh, implementing the our tools in in uh, the project that that we mentioned ai first banking the uh, the product of our company so this will also create some uh, some interesting uh, um, feedback how how it is uh, uh, useful and uh, if our assumptions are related to functionality are uh, correct mm -hmm. And of course, we will be next year. Will be when when the the tools are ready to to use. Uh, we will be uh, um, trying to engage uh, early adopters, and we hope to create a, a nice uh, community about uh, uh, around these uh, these open source uh, projects uh, to uh, to um, make it useful for uh, various disciplines of science and also in business. Okay. Exciting. Thanks, Marcy. Oof, I think we, we can close now. So let me thank you for being with us today and, and sharing all these inputs about the data science environment service, like the service you are leading on the science mesh. It's quite clear that like these features can have a real impact in data sharing, not, not, not only on, 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 on science, you know, through those two use cases you pointed out from CERN and GRC, but also on the commercial sectors when you mentioned the banking one. So uh, I let me wish you good luck with the work you are leading and let's touch base soon uh, when you have further updates on this. Uh, thanks, Marcin. Thank you very much.
So you can listen to our previous podcast episodes and also follow the CS3 Mesh for IOSC and the Science Mesh developments, both on our website, cs3meshforiosc.eu, but also we invite you to follow us on social media. Thank you very, thank you very much for listening and see you next time.